his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. It is 9.39. Total information AM with you on this Dr. King holiday. Carol Daniel alongside Debbie Monterey. Well, last week, the Missouri House spent part of the beginning of its session debating the dress code, but only for women who serve as state representatives. So are cardigans now allowed? And why did it get so heated? Here's a bit of how it sounded. There are times to have your name said, to be recognized, to be called upon. This is not one of those things. There are some very serious things that are in this rule package that I think we should be debating. But instead, we are fighting, again, for women's right to choose something. And this time is whether she, how she covers herself and the interpretation of someone who has no background in fashion. Because, again, it is an, and this isn't a shot. It's inappropriate to wear sequins before 5 o'clock telling me that I can't wear a crispy, good St. John sweater. That is State Rep. Rachel Prouty. It was Republican State Rep. Ann Kelly who proposed an amendment that would require women to wear jackets defined as both blazers and knit blazers because, quote, it is essential to always maintain a formal and professional atmosphere, end quote. Well, joining us in studio is State Representative Peter Meredith. Hello. Hello. Hey, thanks for having me. And on the phone from the Kansas City area is State Representative Jamie Johnson. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. But we'll start with you, Representative Johnson. What was your reaction to what Representative Kelly was proposing? Um, I thought it was laughable um, and ridiculous. It is, you know, in a state where we restrict women in multiple ways, um, for her to then narrow the choices that we have of what covering to wear um, in the state house was was on brand, very very on brand. So can can you explain for us because we're all confused by the whole the, the mention of sequins. We don't know what was said yeah. about sequins before <laughs> we, five. We heard about sequins. <laughs> we we're like, wait, what are we talking what, about? Wait, now? wait, wait, wait. You can't wear. Why can't I wear? It? I've worn sequins here. Uh, to KMOX yes. Radio. So so explain how that all, what was the controversy there? So the day before she presented this amendment, Representative Kelly did wear sequins um, at 10 a.m. in the House um, with a blazer on over it, of course, but um, she did have on sequins. So um, in general fashion, the rule is sequins are appropriate for evening dress, um, not early morning uh, encounters. So, yeah, it, that that was kind of the the response of you can wear sequins before five, but you're telling us we can't wear a <laughs> shawl or a cardigan. Um, so, yeah. So, Peter Meredith, <laughs> we often get great sound bites from you, and it, and it it reminds me kind of what we go through in the media, where there's always so much emphasis on what women wear, especially on television. But you know, men can. A man wore the same suit every day for a year and no one noticed. Uh, so what, what was your, you're sitting there listening to all this debate and just kind of shaking your head. Yeah, I just found myself frustrated. I mean, Representative Prouty, what you heard on the floor, uh, said my feelings. We had all of these really important rules of the House to debate. We actually finally had interest 
uh, across the state. We had 600 people testify against these rules. I don't know that we've ever had anyone testify on them. And here we are, instead of talking about substantive rules, the first thing we talk about is the details of what's appropriate business attire for women. And I just found myself frustrated uh, thinking uh, we've got better things to do. And really, uh, if if this is the same crowd that just a couple of years ago was screaming my body, my choice about having to wear a mask potentially about, out of respect for other people saying now we're going to vote on the details of how many layers women have to have on their arms in order to respect other people. It just felt like this incredible contrast to me of maybe this isn't the problem to worry about right now. And, and so, Representative Johnson, was there a bare arms debate was that a part of this as well that women should not be sleeveless on the floor of the house no that actually was not a part of this debate um there the rule already stood that we had to wear a second layer over our clothing um so it wasn't necessarily about bare arms it was about the restriction of the type of second layer and restricting it to blazers or knit blazers which technically does not include cardigans um but I, I also want to mention that this, this whole debate just overshadowed so much more um, important debates that we should have been having about the House rules. You know, Democrats offered uh, rule changes that would uh, make our committee process more accessible to Missourians with disabilities and ensure that Missourians could testify before out-of-state stakeholders and committee hearings and just what rules that would have made the House work better for the people and instead, we ended up spending the majority of our time talking about cardigans. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was unfortunate. Um, but such is life in the Missouri House, apparently. And I'm new. So uh, so we are I'm learning that this is this is what we're doing here. So it's an interesting, <laughs> interesting dichotomy. Peter can tell you a thing or two. <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. Well, yeah. and, and for a little context, Absolutely. you know, in, in the previous session, I think a couple of these Republican women were unhappy with how a couple of their female colleagues dressed, specifically that wore long sleeve dresses, formal dresses even. But then those dresses weren't appropriate with a blazer, so they would wear a sweater just over their shoulders or something like that. And they were very upset that they weren't wearing a second layer over their arms. And so that's why they were trying to clarify this year, well, it's got to be a blazer. You have to wear a blazer. And... (laughs) So wait a minute. Let me be clear. Wait, 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 wait a minute. So last session, women wore long sleeve dresses. Yes, sometimes. Sometimes, but no blazer. Well, and then they would be told, well, you have to wear something. So they would put a sweater over their shoulders or a blazer over their shoulders even, but not on their arms. And that made a couple of women very unhappy on the Republican side. Okay. Oh, wow. I'm Carol and I just and I'm, looking at each other yeah. like I don't know what to say about that. And I'm 60 and and sometimes my own family accuses me of dressing <laughs> because I love a good cardigan. <laughs> well, and you know, part of this they kept pointing, well, men have to wear this, men have to wear that. Obviously, we all know the rules of business attire for men and women in our society are significantly different. But what I found comical is we've got three or four bills filed by Republicans this year to make dressing and drag illegal, but now here they are trying to say uh, that women need to dress more like men in order to be appropriate in the House. Interesting point. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we have a couple of other questions that we have for Representative Meredith. So 
Representative Johnson, we want to thank you so much for joining us, and hopefully you, you can join us again on Total Information AM. But I do want to be oh. clear, uh, uh, before we let you go and, I, and, and save your train of thought there, so mm-hmm. is... A, did we say yes to cardigans is what I want to know. I guess, yeah. What is the, what, what happened? Yes. We did say yes to cardigans. There was an amendment presented by Representative Brenda Shields um, that amended the amendment to add cardigans. So, yes, we are, I will be wearing a nice buttery cardigan tomorrow morning <laughs> on the house floor. And then there was um, the, I would, go ahead. Yeah, no, I would love to come back and talk about something more substantial. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. You are, a later date. you are more than welcome to come back and talk about anything else other than <laughs> cardigans and sequins, okay? Thank you. I am so tired of talking about cardigans. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, for Thank real, so for much. real, for real, come back. That's Kansas City State Area. Uh, State Rep, Jamie Johnson with us on KMOX. And Peter, you're going to stick around? Sure. Yeah, because we uh, want to ask you about some of the gun bills. We mm-hmm. had you in studio... I don't know, maybe a month ago, mm-hmm. talking about some of the bills that you were introducing. CVPA students go back to school tomorrow, right. and this will be the first time they've been back in school since October 24th. And I know that you had spent a lot of time talking to parents and students and staff at CVPA since the school shooting there. Yeah. So what uh, what's happening? What kind of response are you getting? Well, uh, from, from the Republicans, I'll be honest, the response has been largely silence. So I think the next step is we're going to get a little louder in demanding a response. I've talked to a couple of the teachers and students about uh, coming in uh, to to session, maybe having a hearing of some kind, maybe doing a press conference or a rally. Uh, So we're working on the details of that, but I I think you'll be hearing more soon. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and talk more about that with State Representative Peter Meredith. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.